0: Hi, I'm Danny, and you're listening to another episode of Stuttering is Cool. On today's episode, I am speaking with fellow stutterer, Sarah Bryant, who will talk to us about her techniques in dealing with the dreaded telephone. See, I remember when I first met you on Twitter, I think it was, um, that you went went from the covert stutterer to... The not so covert stutterer to the overt stutterer to the confident stutterer. So, I was wondering if you wanted if you would be comfortable to talk about that.
1: Sure. Um, Um, well, I was not covert, um, I've tried to be covert. Oh, (laughs) um, I guess for I guess what I tried to avoid was. The times that I knew that I would really, really struggle a lot, I couldn't avoid stuttering all together and appear to be fluent. So, I guess what I what what I did more often than not was I just didn't talk. So, maybe that's okay. what gave you the impression.
0: And I remember you were. You had tweeted a few instances there was some avoidance.
1: Oh you yeah, You Avoided definitely. the
0: phones and and all that.
1: Yeah, I would, I would avoid talking as much as I could. Um, if you know, I did not make my own phone calls. I would not answer the phone at home. Um, I mean, anything that I could do to avoid it, I would.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and. It was less than a year later that we had met at the NSA conference.
1: Yes. Uh-huh.
0: And I was sitting in one of the sessions and there were, I think, maybe, what, 10 of you? 20 of I you? I think so, s- yeah. Standing no. in front of the stage. I'm going, wait a second. <laughs> I think that's Sarah. What is she doing? Oh, my God. Is she going to talk? And- Whoa. So there, you, so there you were talking in front of everybody, live on stage.
1: I know, and we had no idea that our room had a stage in it. All we knew <laughs> that it was a big room. We're like, wait a minute, it's this room with a stage, and we're having to get up on stage and talk. So that was kind of oh,
0: what's the difference?
1: Nerve-wracking. Well, I guess I was just thinking of standing in the front of it, front of a room and I guess the idea of having to be on a stage Mm. I don't know kind of made it seem worse I guess
0: (laughs) so how did you get from not being able to make your own phone calls and avoiding to to standing on stage Uh,
1: so in that
0: year like you went from you know avoidance to well I'm making my own phone calls now (laughs) congratulations uh, bar yeah yeah
1: Um, making my own phone calls, it's still hard. And I think it's a lot to do with the fact that I don't have to make phone calls that much. Like I work at a preschool, so I don't have to talk on the phone at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So the only times I am on the phone is if I have to make an appointment for the doctor or my haircut or something like that. Um, but the presentation that I was in it was the group of us and our speech therapist, Vivian Siskin. it was us explaining her therapy approach, which is called a voidance reduction therapy, which is Sounds basically interesting <laughs> i I think so. <laughs> which you basically, you, first you work on, like, the well, well, one of the first things I worked on was making my own phone calls. And what I did is I would start the conversation by saying, hi, I stutter, and so you might hear some pauses in my speech. So that when I did block on the phone, the person knew what was happening. And for me, it kind of gave me permission to stutter and to struggle. But, you know, I, the, 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 the success there was making my phone call. It didn't, the success was not, was not dependent upon the amount or the severity of the, of the stuttering in that case.
0: So you would say that um, uh, this avoidance therapy, um, safely assuming, played a huge role in going from avoidance to non-avoidance. I would say. I guess it it just lives up to its name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say it played the role. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what I did for the past year. So.
0: So what would your typical um, quote-unquote script be when you call? when you make 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 a call
1: um well when i first started therapy i would advertise pretty much every time that i made a call because i would block so much that <clears throat> i had a hard time saying anything mm-hmm. <laughs> um but now i don't advertised on the phone just because I'm better able to make noise on the phone to the person who has an idea that someone is there. Okay. And that just came from making phone calls and not being as afraid to stutter as I was before.
0: Okay, so I'm getting the impression that you you have a hard, like after the person says, you know, hello, so-and-so, you've reached I know barbershop, um, or I guess in your case, hairstyling salon, um, (laughs) Cindy speaking, and then you would have a hard time uh, beginning your sentence. And that would be the, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Well, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, the clue to them that there is someone there and they're having a the hard right. time
1: trying to right. say so, something. Oh, okay. So then I am trying to say something, and then, of course, you get the uh, other person on the w- line saying, hello, hello, and I'm still trying to get my word out. So. And then? And then... They hang up. And then <laughs> And then Um I don't well I, I I think it back when it first happened it was kinda hard because mm-hmm. there was a moment that I could have either stayed in my block and try to get that word out or oh. I could have substituted a word and said, you know, oh wait, I'm still here so they wouldn't hang up. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I made that phone call, part of my assignment was to not substitute you know to say exactly what I want to say,
0: uh-huh. and
1: if the first hangs up, then they hang up, yeah, and then you just call back,
0: so. okay, and then do you advertise because I'm a bit confused here because because first you said you were you would advertise on the phone, and then you said now you don't, so um. <laughs> I'm trying to see, well, trying to see like, the, how you would
1: the, <laughs> the main reason why I did it at first ah. was to give myself permission to stutter. Oh, okay. Because I was, I guess, so afraid of it mm-hmm. that if I didn't do that at first, then I wouldn't make the phone call.
0: Oh, okay. Does
1: that make sense? I
0: see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, re- I, re- I remember taking a very long time just to phone. <laughs> Yes. To ask uh-huh. for information, or you know, your stomach would hurt and all that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I can totally, totally relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now and you, then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So now, when I make a phone call, I don't have as much sh- struggle, and I'm able to make m- more. N- 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 noise on the phone so i think it's easier for the person to understand even if i'm you know technically i'm stuttering more Mm -hmm. but i'm stuttering without the i i i I don't have the amount of struggle like i did before you know it's either you have noise and they know you're there or you have no noise at all and they Mm -hmm. don't think you're there
0: Why do you think you are now um, struggling less on the phone? Like, What would you attribute that to?
1: To um, making phone calls, and the phone calls would be strictly speech assignments. For example, I might sit down and make three or four phone calls to a hotel, and I would just call and say, you no, know, I'm just calling to see if Sarah Br- Bryant has checked in yet. And they'd go on their computer and, you know, see if I'm there. And they'd come back to the phone and say, you know, oh, oh no, she hasn't checked in yet. And then I'd just say something like, okay, thank you for your help. Goodbye. And that does two things. It helps me practice my name. Yeah. And it helps me practice talking on the phone. So, that's really a speech assignment where I'm not calling, you know, to do anything s- s- specifically, you know, for me. I just did it for the speech assignment purpose of that. Um,
0: okay. And then when you make non-assignment calls, <laughs> do, you, do mm-hmm. you still struggle or it just depends on any um, criteria?
1: I'm trying to think. Well, I've, I've found that if I can make myself m- make a good bit of n- n- noise on the f- phone, it's easier to c- communicate, and it's easier for the person that you're talking to to understand what you're saying.
0: Oh, okay. You know?
1: If I'm saying the the s sound over and over, and then I finish my word, it's easier than it's easier, I think, for them to figure out what I'm saying than if there's no sound at all, and then I say something and it's very very struggled.
0: So at the preschool, so how's that going? Stuttering in front that, of all those preschool kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I work with kids that are two and three years old, and I've been there for about five weeks. Oh,
0: so you're now. brand new. Yeah. Ah. Yeah.
1: Um, and the people that I work with are really nice, um, and I like my job.
0: That's very important. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So your stuttering wasn't. Uh, has that ever been an issue at all, or has it? Have you have any? I don't know. Funny stories <laughs> with the kids, or uh, or how do the kids react,
1: funny or the parents? I, <laughs> I I can't think of any funny stories I've had yet. Um, I can't think of one time that I talked to to the parents where they finished my sentences, which I think is. Pretty cool because I would think, you know, having, you know, be- between 12 and 15 kids depending on the day because some kids only come on certain days.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: I've talked to pretty much all the parents and I've struggled in f- f- front of mm, most of them. And I think f- for not one parent to you know finish my sentence is pretty good
0: and that's it for episode 99 and if i do my math correctly that means the next episode is episode 100 i can't believe i'm about to reach 100 episodes and i need your help for the next episode send in audio to coolstutter at gmail.com take about two to five minutes to to tell me about your thoughts on stuttering's effect on low self-esteem our self-image and and self-confidence and I will play everybody's audio uh, well in the next episode in episode 100 I can accept any audio format and especially you with iPhones I know you have a voice memo app record And send send it along. If you don't have a means to record, send me an email at at coolstutter@gmail.com, and I will help you. See you then. Ciao ciao.